ladies and gentlemen, welcome to week 15,000. Mm-hmm. 15. 15,015. Ha ha. Uh, honestly, this week, there were a couple high spots. Maybe not necessarily high spots, but interesting goings on in the world of professional wrestling. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, had some interesting matches. Mm-hmm. One that I thoroughly enjoyed. Dumb. But no. Justin no. couldn't see the. Oh, it's uh, a colorblind joke. The, oh, uh, sweet God. The cinematic no. greatness. No. In this match. No also, he is colorblind, so I, that I, might be a joke <laughs> that I, I talk about later. We may get there. We may not. I don't know. I'm feeling kind of froggy today. Uh, with that being said, uh, we're going to uh, get into it. Episode 15. Here we go. Welcome back! To another week of GQ Wrestling Podcast, week 15, going into the aftermath of wrestling for WWE and leading into, quote-unquote, the greatest pay-per-view of AEW that hasn't even happened yet, but has been pre-sold out the bejesus hole. It's, yeah. But before we dive into wonderful fun and everything, hey, Garrett, how you doing? You called me a nutsack this week. I did! You nutsack. The better part is is that my response, I do know I am, but what did I do now? Well, it was really funny because you were talking about, I was sitting there and James was at the... The tower? At the window. At your window? Like at parts? Yeah. Oh. And he he said, uh, he's like, Justin, die? Have you talked to him? I was like... I, I talked I, to I him like, like on a daily basis. I was like, I literally talked to him like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> He's like, oh, does he just not like us anymore? I was like, no. His job is uh, yeah. physically and mentally debilitating him at this moment in time. I, you know, taking over the, the, the parts department that I'm at now and doing what I'm doing, I love every bit of it. I have people who are at work that listen to the podcast and it's great. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's link. It's, it's a lot of learning, a lot of new things. So I have been indisposed to anybody, anything besides my children and work and this and yeah. And this, I literally made the podcast a priority on Thursday nights and plus vacation, you know, Mr. Vacation is what we're called is what I'm called. Even though I've only taken Justin, Mr. Vacation. Yes. Even though I've only taken the one this year. I, okay, calm down. Uh, I did take the one, but no, I just like that. It literally, our group chat, JQ, you're a nutsack. I said, I agree with you, but why this time? Just to make sure you're alive, as alive as a ginger can be. Yeah, well. It is what it is. I am happy. It's just been very, very busy, and I'm happy that about it. But, you know, I don't think anybody's going to be able to throw discs on Sunday anyway. I, I know I can't throw in the afternoon. It is what it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's life. I've given up at this point. Throwing discs? Figuring it out. Oh. I'm, I'll, I'll figure it out Saturday night. Will you? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, 10,000 fucking 
things going on. We got engagement pictures this weekend. Look at you being all adulting and Yay, pictures and family. I'm an adult, kind of. Hey, you're marrying your the love of your life. It's a and good then time. Saturday will be Saturday night will be the last night my brother's in town, so I think we're gonna go hang out with him for a little bit. Wait, military brother? Yeah. He's here? Yeah. Oh cool. He came he got back from Romania the fourth. Oh, but you said you were hanging out with him last Sunday or something like that. Yeah, we went to dinner. That's right. Well, that's cool. Hey, that's awesome. I'm he glad. bought a truck. That at Ames? Yep. Oh, nice. Did yeah. he trade in his Tacoma? He sold his Tacoma before he went to Romania. Oh, I didn't know that. His yeah. nice, no fancy one that he bought at our old work before. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's cool. Well, yeah, I've been pretty busy. You've been busy? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. Wait, that he bought that car? No, 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 no. Oh. I'm just saying, yeah, the old work with a lady. Yeah, come mm-hmm. uh, uh, in- bang! <laughs> I got to see that at every bit of shard glass and grossness and brain chunks. Ew! Um, we're gonna leave that in, by the way. We're definitely leaving that in. Uh, <laughs> anywho, uh, I watched every bit of wrestling, and I won't lie. We, we we harsh pretty hard on wrestling a lot. We, was, we do. It was a hot mess. We harsh on wrestling a lot because we hold wrestling to a higher standard. Because we got used to, before pandemic, some good wrestling for a long period of time. And then pandemic hit. And obviously we, you know, we got to see really bad wrestling during the pandemic. But we hold wrestling to a higher standard. And what we get on a weekly basis right now is crap. It's just crap. And actually, it's funny to think about this. I was talking to my sister about this. Every champion in WWE right now is hurt. Except for Gunta, every champion or is a co-champion like as a tag team is hurt. Seth is fine. Seth needs all these, these surgeries. Roman got hurt at the last pay-per-view. Um, the tag team champions of Kevin and Sammy, they're both hurt. They're both injured right Kevin now. Kevin is out. Sammy's just got a boo-boo. Uh, I, I, yeah. Um, women's championships. Every time somebody joins into the new women's champions, the other Dude, one gets hurt. Dude, how crazy is it that Piper's back? I, I When she came on the screen and the kids were coming in, I was like, I was like, hey, Piper's here. Hi. Also, who's Piper? I said, exactly. Because she's been gone for a hot second. Yeah, she's been gone for a minute. Well, she was she was her dewdrop character, and then Hunter took over and then brought her back to Piper, and then whoop, right, just gone. Even Nikki, Nikki's been gone for a long time too, and then she popped back up and now she's gone again. Um, there's a lot of back and forth, but even like the ta- the tag team champions, but the originals was what, Raquel and Liv, and then Liv got hurt. And then Sonya had her tag team cha- uh, tag team partner, and it was Carmella. Then Carmella got hurt, and then you bring in Chelsea Green. Well, then Chelsea Green and Sonya win, and then Sonya blows out her knee, and then now you have Piper as her new co-partner. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. So everybody in WWE is hurt. Well, so I read something the other day that Aaliyah is getting ready to come back really yeah huh. so raquel mm-hmm. will have her original tag team partner back you know it was another person that was great to see this past week 
your little tank driver herself. Yeah, Shotzi. Shotzi and her new short hairdo. Love seeing her back too. Yeah. Zelina back on television without L- no without cares. LWO. No one cares about her. Um I the one thing that I did read and I think I sent it to you uh was Becky Lynch's uh making lemon making lemonade bit yeah. against Hunter because she's so upset with Hunter right now. Yeah. That if, was if you haven't seen so SummerSlam, <laughs> Becky was supposed to have a match at SummerSlam, and I'm assuming it was the Trish Stratus match. Who cares about the Trish Stratus? But anyways, she posted a picture on Instagram of her making lemonade and saying, "You just make life. I make. What are you guys doing this weekend? You're making lemons out of lemonade this weekend. This is what I'll be doing. Right. And right, then right, right, after right, right. SummerSlam, Hunter had the post game press conference. And he said, you know, you just got to make, sometimes you just got to make lemonade with what you got to do. Throwing shade at Becky. And then Becky said, you know what? Let's just top one more. And brought a whole ass glass of lemonade. There was a whole pitcher. There was a pitcher on the desk. <laughs> and you want to know what I bet it was? I bet it was Iowa State Fair Lemonade. It looked like Iowa State Fair Lemonade. Because they. she was home. She was here. Well, yeah. not here, here. But she was in the Quad City. She was in Buffalo when they're with their home. And probably came up for the fair, probably at some point, to get some Iowa State Fair lemonade. Yeah. But that was another taste of little tea this week with WWE drama and junk like that. <laughs> um, but that was just some weird little highlights. We're going to honestly breeze through a lot of this. There's literally one match, like actual match on SmackDown that... Was it nice to see Karrion Cross on screen again for the first time in a while? Yeah. Even though, here's the thing about Karrion Cross. You love Karrion. You do. You're a Karrion fan. The thing that I really wish WWE would do with Karrion is actually show his whole entire opener. Like his whole entire, hey, Mont video package, everything. Instead, they show one little blurb and go, and we'll be back after this commercial break. It's it's the whole black and white vignette with Scarlet and the crow and everything, and so, then you cut half, cut three fourths of it. So here's here's the thing about Killer Cross, Carrying Cross, whatever you want to call him. Um, give me one instance where he hasn't done exactly what he said he was going to do. John McCarrion? Yeah. Just with everywhere he's been, or just in oh, WWE just in general? In WWE. No, he's he's so, been so, up there and said what he needs to say. So when he came to the main roster. Mm-hmm. From NXT. It was, you know, he was targeting certain people. Mm-hmm. Like, prime example, Rey Mysterio. Right, yes. And he they had the little tarot card. It had Rey Mysterio's. And he slammed the timer down on it and said, tick-tock. And later on, he said, I am going to break your mm-hmm. patience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what happened? <laughs> Rey Mysterio beat the shit out of Dominic <laughs> with a belt. <laughs> Rey Mysterio lost his patience. He turned kind of AJ into a more aggressive just kind of starting to kind of teeter on the heel turn. Mm-hmm. He told AJ that he wasn't going to be a nice guy anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes, they are burying Karrion Cross, Kind of. But in a 
incredibly subtle way, they're also putting Karrion Cross over. Also, one year ago, he laid out five tarot cards. Wow, we're of, going back in the time machine here. Of the bloodline. Did he really? Yep. And said, slammed the timer down and said, it's all going to start falling apart. Hmm. Tick-tock, Roman. I guess what we said. And roughly. A year now. Almost a year ago now. Mm -hmm. We started to see the little cracks. Mm -hmm. And Sammy. Breaking everything. Breaking away. And then Jay and Jimmy. And now. Here we are. God only knows what the hell's going on. Because. <laughs> Jay is apparently an alumni now, and Jimmy's back, and what the... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, brief synopsis of Friday Night Smackdown. We have a new United States champion. It's not who it should have been. Jay left the end. <laughs> it, let's, that's, that's it. That's it. Well, like, they're forcing Edge to have his final match against Sheamus. I guess that's... Who he wants to end his career with is with Sheamus. He wants to get his face kicked off. Very much so. But you know they're going to let Edge win on, you know, get the victory. What if they don't? I don't know. I, you know, Hunter's just that kind of guy. Why not? Why They're not like, make it that way? <laughs> Swerve! <laughs> and then you have a really lackluster L.A. Knight top dollar. Who cares? It just... I love L.A. Knight. But, but why would you bury him with Top Dollar of all people? I know you made fun of him one time calling him Uncle Phil, which, I'm not gonna lie, hilarious. But still, you're gonna bring back that thing? You literally just had him like dominating a whole entire thing, winning a battle royale and not getting him in the Intercontinental or even US title highlights. And you're gonna give it to what we've already preached. If you're in the Hall of Fame, stop wrestling and then relinquish your Hall of Fame, you're going to give it to a guy that's not needing another title for his resume for already a Hall of Fame career? Yeah, why not? Is that where we're at? I think this is going to be the disillusionment of the LWO. What, that he's going to end up think, losing think, it to Santos Escobar? I think Santos is going to turn on him. What, I beat him at payback or win at payback? Maybe, I don't... Sure. Is there even a card for payback yet? No, no, but I know they're talking about it because that's the next one after, uh, after SummerSlam. But yeah, well, even then they're still gonna have they're posting a match for Jimmy versus Jay at Payback, which they're gonna give another card without Roman being on the title. Yep, uh, and then that title won't be pushed again for another three months until well, at this point we'll be into October without another title match they'll, on Roman. They'll, they'll probably push it to November for Survivor Series. Be if, if we're being... Realistic? Let's be honest here. Uh, yeah. 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 That's where this is going to end up going. That it's going to be a Survivor Series match with Bloodline members versus who? I don't know. Who do you think? I don't... I don't it's too far in existence to even think that. I far. don't even think that... It will be the bloodline versus meh. It'll be Roman versus tra la 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 la. Who knows? It's at this point. Giovanni Vinci. <laughs> hey, 
Yeah. I don't know. I the end of the end of SmackDown this past week that was mainly the biggest highlight for the sake of Jay kicking everybody in the face and saying, I'm done with this, I quit. <laughs> Deuces, ooses. And then leaving out the out crowd. Out through the crowd. And then they moved him to the alumni page on the website. So I as far as Jay goes, I have no idea. No clue. Okay. That is the crazy thing is is like you see somebody like that, you see somebody walk out of TV and they're like, hey, peace. Right. Right. They don't immediately move them to the alumni page. Yeah, they usually waits like a little bit of time and then they do it discreetly right. and put them up. It was it was instant. Like two days? Yeah. Maybe three. Yeah, it's, it's when you like, sent it to me, I was really shocked to see that quick of a like, turnaround. What happened? See, so, okay, and I'm not going to, I don't want to, like, derail, but here's here's a question. We've seen this before with management change and with new hands in the office. Get what, your hand out my cookie jar! Right now, I don't see WWE having any kind of future with the product that they currently have no because the current product is shit it makes me sad though is that what maybe a year ago we were seeing new wwe back to the way that we used to watch it back in the 2000s 90s and 2000s and seeing this new realm of okay paul levesque taking over and doing this thing I, and uh, we said when they signed the Endeavor deal that things were going to change back to where no one was watching WWE again. And I'm noticing the trend that literally we're going back to Vince McMahon era again. And it's sad to watch. I don't get how the board of directors honestly don't see it and if you didn't see that i think i said it to you that they paul is not on the board of directors anymore no he is no longer the coo he is just head of creative yeah so that means now the uh it would be stephanie's not on it well stephanie's gone stephanie hasn't been a part of the company since last year when when hunter had his heart issues well when vince actually came back and then shane's not there and Paul. Right. But because of the Endeavor deal, the only way they would sign it is that they brought Vince back. And guess who's on the board of directors again? Right. So here's my thing. Is this the downfall <clears throat> of WWE again? Is this where the product is going to be hurt because of subtle name changes like we saw a couple months ago with Big Bronson Reed. Are we going to see these really crappy characters come back to life and not see some of the talent? Like, it was great to finally see Candice LeRae again for the first time in a long time. Indy Hartwell. So the people that Paul has pushed to get back into the company, main roster stuff, and we haven't seen them in months because we heard rumblings that Vince was back in the back room and he didn't like them back to then. <laughs> so why is it, is it going to change back to the way it used to be? Yep. 
And that's not good for the company. It's not good for the people who watch it. And it's not good for the talent because the talent get mad because they're not getting exposed again. Right. Um, not to, to derail it, but this is the this is what we need to talk about. Like, I don't... As much as I hate to say this, uh, 2012, Phil Brooks got a promo and said something to the effect of the only way this company is going to thrive is when Vince McMahon dies. The infamous pipe bomb. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, Why do you agree with something that was said, you know, a decade ago? But I agree. I agree with what he said, but why do you agree? Because I'll tell you my opinion. It's just that in my opinion, the mustachioed, <laughs> manic McMahon, Triple M. Ooh, Triple I M. like that. I like that. Uh, has essentially, he stopped doing anything creative in like 1998. And that, that's where his brain is stuck. Like it, it, it just it doesn't make any sense to push guys like Rey Mysterio. Why are we bringing back Edge? Why did we bring back Lita and Trish Stratus? Why? It, it, it there's just there's a lot of things that have happened in the last year mm-hmm. that it's just like. Why? Well, why you, are why are we doing that? That's not something that needs to happen. Like prime example, Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I love I love Brock Lesnar. Yeah, no. 100%. Any anytime he shows up, great times, fantastic. Love a love a good suplex city. But let the man stay home. Yeah. Or like when Cena does his random once a month. once a year. I'm here. <laughs> and then leaves again. And then leaves again. I, I, I'm seriously, I am still waiting for Dwayne to show up. No, hey, you said this a couple weeks ago. You're still waiting for Goldberg to show up again. Yeah, he'll he'll come back. Don't worry. It's coming. Either show, probably. Yeah, at this point, why not? He'll challenge Roman for the title. You again. know what? That's who ends Roman's title reign is Goldberg. From one streak to another. Goldberg Goldberg, <laughs> Goldberg beats him at WrestleMania 40 in Philly, walks out, comes out the next night, and relinquishes the title. So Roman can win it again. No. <laughs> well, seriously, though, I agree back, back in the day with Phil. Phil saying, you know, people will leave and go back to New Japan Pro Wrestling, go back to Ring of Honor. And it will not be better until Vince McMahon is dead. And you're noticing it now with the younger, like the talent that we've seen finally get your moronic daughter and your doofus son-in-law. Yeah. And yet, look at that. He pushed them out again. Yeah. They're not even a part of the company that you want them to take over. And eventually, we know who will take over. His name is Nick Khan. Here comes the money. If Shane came back and did it, I think Nick Khan will end up taking it. Here comes the money. It's it's very sad to see, though, 
But even Phil predicted that Ring of Honor is going to get a push again, and New Japan is going to get a push again, and now we have AEW that has all of these things that are correlated around those indie promotions that all these guys are getting more exposure. And you have WWE where NXT is your more profitable program on a night where no one watches wrestling. I just think Phil Brooks has a poopy butt. He has a poopy butt? Yep. Oh. I mean, he did crap himself in the ring. He has verbally said out loud that he... I uh, just... there's, There's something... What's got to be? I am going to say by next summer. Mm -hmm. So you say on August 17th of 2024, you have a whole year. Within the next calendar year. Yep. Something has to give. And honestly, I, I think that the sale to Endeavor... was just the tipping point. Yeah. For like, like money purposes or just for the sake of talent relations? All of it. Yeah. Because they're, they're like, okay, Endeavor has been profitable in the world of mixed martial arts. Yeah. Yeah. That's who, that's who bought UFC for Dana. That is... A legitimate full contact sport. Yep. Those people don't know dick mm-hmm. about the world of professional wrestling no. slash sports entertainment. No. And I'm sorry, but the guy that is the executive chairman of the wrestling company that you just purchased is obviously, well, for one thing... He is uh, currently under federal indictment <laughs> for his hush money payments for getting his pee-pee touched. Pretty much. You're not wrong. Uh, so I think that once that comes to fruition again, like, well, with this indictment or subpoena or mm-hmm. whatever it was that happened in July, mm-hmm. when that finally comes to rest i guess yeah when the dust clears from that i don't think that endeavor is going to be willing to be like yeah let's uh let's keep this guy under contract let's keep paying him millions and millions of dollars what why would why would we do that that's it don't it doesn't make any sense and even when they were doing the endeavor purchase they said we weren't gonna do this deal if Vince McMahon wasn't involved. And if you look over at the 1920s mobster with this petty mustache over there in the corner, laughing maniacally as he holds a money bag behind him, <laughs> smoking a cigarette. Yep. We've said this is going to be the rise and fall of what could end WWE in the long run because of big money grumbling on how things can be contributed into the ring uh, into WWE. And we that's what we were hoping that didn't happen like in AEW with the with the uh with their deal that they did. Now, with AEW's deal, we're noticing they're still doing the actions that they were doing before. They're getting permission. They're getting permission. So 
what's to say Endeavor does the exact same thing to WWE when all, like you said, after, after the dust settles? What do you think that Endeavor could do Say, hey, you know what? Well, there's a there's a bunch of stuff that Endeavor could do. Endeavor could be like, hey, we're cutting your budget to X amount of dollars a year. Can you imagine? That would ruin everything because of how much pro, pro, how much stuff that they do. Right. They spend like it's nobody's business. Right. And that's there's another reason why AEW. Um, not saying that their business model is better. You know, I, I'm not saying that at all, but. Going to their events, they're not in these massive arenas. No. They're in the smaller... It's like, instead of going to Wells Fargo, they go to the Clive Arena. Yeah. It's, it's, you're going from a 30,000-person venue versus a 15,000-person venue. They are saving money in that, per, like in that way of saying, you know what? These smaller, more intimate things, it goes a lot longer, but you're also still getting television coverage and getting massive amounts of you know recoil from it right i don't know i'm just noticing lately that it's just like how we were several years ago i'm bored of wwe because there's no push towards anything new now they're kind of reliving honky tonk with gunta and wanting him to have the longest ic reign of all time don't get me wrong it's gonna happen they're gonna do it i think at this point they're trying to rid the past and have new faces as the longest tenure. And I, I get that. But in the long run, you also have to honor the past that got you there. And I feel like Roman's reigns ha, 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 are ridiculous at this point. Because it's not being promoted the best way possible. I agree. So, um, sorry to go on that little bit of a tangent. It just sparked my interest because I'm really despite I'm just, I'm over the product that WWE is handing to us and it needs to happen. Something needs to happen soon. Kind of makes me want to puke slightly. Uh, with that, we're going to take a little bit of a break. So sit back and relax. We'll be right back. I mean, <laughs> are you telling me that you wouldn't? <laughs> I would, to be fair, I would, but man, I was thrown off by that. That was, that was really funny. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back from the break. I think I made Justin pee himself oh by saying something that I'm not going to say on the air because I don't want to be censored. Oh, my God. Whew. Wow. But seriously. But yeah, no, no, you're not wrong. There are things that I would do. And yeah. It, yeah. It, it would work. Yeah. It would really work. Great. By the way, we're skipping Collision because it delicious. was pointless. It was, yes, delicious of me. Collision was pointless. There's no point in even talking about Collision because... Isn't that the definition of pointless? There's no point. There was no... There was no point to the pointlessness. They yeah. didn't push anything. It was crap. The only thing that was the highlight of it was seeing uh, the House of Black. But I also liked five of the six people in that match. So... Any, yeah. Anywho. Um, even then, you go... We're going to dive into Monday Night Raw... And even Monday Night Raw was actually the highlight of Monday Night Raw, in my opinion, was the back and forth between Alpha Academy and Imperium. Imperium. <clears throat> and it was Gunta speaking on his own behalf and speaking from on top of the announce table 
and not having Giovanni Vinci like actually saying stuff. It was and he he I okay. I'm sitting there giddily laughing. Can, can we tell Gunter that this is not his personal stage? <laughs> Thank you, Michael Cole. He's, he's just this is not his personal stage. But him even calling himself this I, I the way they say ring general. Every single time. I love the acclaim. I do like the acclaim too. I like Imperium and I like the Alpha Academy thing, but man, as <laughs> as uh, Gunta is speaking and actually talking good things about Chad Gable, Chad Gable takes his moment. Shoosh! Shoosh, please. But it was the it was a it was probably one of the longest shooshes he's had. It was a long shoosh. Dude, when, oh, when they came out, uh huh. Yeah. It was he was in the back. I was like, is and it, held is that shoosh. Is he breathing? And it was a bright red face. Oh yeah. But he shooshed the whole way out there. And I will say this: I forgot how much Chad Gable can speak, and actually cut a promo. It's been a minute since he's not had the the shtick for the Alpha Academy. He actually spoke yeah. eloquently. He spoke how he can win this title against him and poking fun at his com- his cohort with how big Otis is and Giovanni Vinci talking about how he can beat him up. But it was, I thought it was a great promo, great wrestling segment. Yeah. With, if, if what, where was it? Yeah. I thought they did a great job back-to-back matches. It, there was no lapse in it. It was boom, boom, cut, cut. And they're showing... Now, I know we just you know just crapped on WWE like crazy in the last segment, but they did a great job with the Imperium and Alpha Academy thing with having a good storyline between possible new Intercontinental Champion with Chad and uh, Gunta and then also using Otis... And having Otis have fun with his big man ways, and also still being able to fight with uh, with with Gunta, yeah, and putting on a decent match, yeah. Even I'm in the bathroom and I hear Austin out here. He did the worm, and I go, um, caterpillar. That's a caterpillar. Because there's only one man that does the worm, cat. And he only got like two two full rotations, and then and got hit. Gunter drop kicked him in the face. Uh, and then we had the Scottish High Landers. Stupid. So dumb. you laugh. You sent that to me, and I went, "This is seriously dumb." From the word, or from the mouth of Michael Cole, mm. Scottish Highlanders. It's just like RKO Rarko, RK Bro all over again with this four twenty stuff. Stupid. I, we've, hey, and also on this segment of Who Needs Pants. Gunter? Matt, Matt Riddle? Riddle? Otis? Yeah. Even though he's wearing a singlet, he needs something around those legs. Ugh. Jiggle, 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 jiggle. And not, <gasps> and not in a good way. No. There's good ways of jiggle, and there's oh, that kind of jiggle. Anyway, um, it's sad to see them taking Drew down this path. Uh, we've said this for years. They brought back Drew. And they're wasting Drew. Yeah. 
they gave Drew title reigns in the worst time to have a title reign in W in in wrestling history. Yeah, you wasted a talent like Drew McIntyre against Goldberg in the pandemic. Yep. You had no fans watching in person. Nope. You have a guy who literally feeds off the fans with his intro, with the sword, with the fire, and you're literally ruining it all of his tenure. And I believe it was a, a not long tenure, but long enough to say he was a world champion. And now you're wasting his time with Matt Riddle in a tag match? Yep. You're wasting his time losing to Gunta now twice, three times. Clash of the Castle, WrestleMania, mm. and uh, and at SummerSlam. Uh-huh. You've now wasted three opportunities <clears throat> to put a title belt on him. Yep. And now you're literally giving him the high as a kite mother. No, I'm going to stop. I'm going to get mad again. This is ridiculous. You're he had more airtime being an indie television in Scotland and in England than he's getting time as a title holder here in America. He was getting more TV time on NXT when he came back. Again, we're this is me back shitting on WWE again. Where is the control the creativeness? For a guy that has a ton of talent. Yeah. And is incredibly athletic for a large man. Large and very athletic human being. Yes. it. I, I just, I don't, honestly, they should have just let him go when his contract was going to expire. Yeah, after WrestleMania, correct? Yeah. Yeah. He was gone for like three months. Yeah. And which is funny is that there's the reports that he was upset and angry and he, and Paul said the only reason that he was gone is that he needed to rehab his injury. And I, that's a bunch of malarkey because Drew was upset with every yeah. angle of everything that he was dealing with because he, without saying it, saying it, you're keeping a title on a guy for now two years, almost three, almost three. And you have only pushed the same five people <clears throat> against him. Seth, Brock, Jay, uh, that's the only ones I can think of. Finn? Nope, not even Finn. Who else has faced Roman for the title? Kevin and Sammy. You're saying five people. Yep. And, you know, you sprinkle in, like, Rey Mysterio and... Ones that we else. knew weren't even close, but they should have been able uh, to get... It. Drew is such... Point, you might as well just feed him Dolph Ziggler. And where is he? Like, the only time I've seen Dolph Ziggler this year was on Celebrity Family Feud with the WWE Boys, Weakest Link with the WWE Boys. He's been on promo tours, just not wrestling. Yeah. Dumb. I I, I go back, but yeah, we had Matt Riddle and Drew versus... I won't lie, though. I did send you the message. The Viking Raiders intro is fantastic. I love it. I love the Viking Raiders. They are underappreciated talent. I do thoroughly believe that they should be the tag team champions. 
But I digress. We've also said, though, in the last couple of weeks is that um, Kevin and Sammy did exactly what they did and dethroned the Usos. But it's time to relinquish some titles, bring them back to both brands, split it up again, and let more people have options to be able to become champions. Give them new title belts. Yeah. Like like they just did with the makeovers of the women's and the men's. every other title belt. Except just tag team. But that's another thing is that we digress. There's a lot of things that aren't happening in WWE that need to happen and need to happen fast because you're going to lose a lot of audience members. Uh, After that, you have Indy and Rio. Great to see Indy Hartwell back. This match was... But the match was garbage. Yeah. Because it was just a blow-up match again for Rhea, showing how much Rhea is the top of the food chain and no one can beat Rhea. That's just where we're at. Yep. They're making a, a, a female Roman Reigns. Basically. That no one in the division can beat Rhea Ripley. You have Charlotte that could probably put on a match against Rhea. We've seen it at WrestleMania. We've seen it. Um, Becky, I don't think can even touch Rhea Ripley right now. I don't think anybody can touch Rhea right now. Now, Nobody. And you put Indy out there with Candice LeRae, and it's kind of nice to see both of them again. But once again, Rhea's, Rhea's just dominant. There's nobody that can touch her. Now, if you give like a Piper Niven a chance... And let her just be Piper Niven. That's your person that could do it. I think so. Bring back Nia Jax. Yeah, well, Nia's even said she'll never do it again she full time. Was, she was backstage at AEW this week. She was. Yep, her and Lana both. Gross. Did you see? Uh, uh, CJ Perry was backstage. David Arquette was backstage. Did you see uh, Benoit's son was there a couple yeah. weeks ago? Yeah. And I think he was there again recently, but uh, yeah, he was at the paper, uh, Forbidden Door. Mm-hmm. And he was at uh, a collision taping with Punk. So I don't know. It's just kind of weird to see some some names. But once again, Rhea Ripley, great. I love Rhea. I'm not. I'm not crapping on Rhea at all. I love everything that she's been and done. But you're making another Roman Reigns. A person that's never going to lose a title. The only way she loses the title is she gets hurt. Yep. And even then, she hurt. She got hurt. And still held the title. And we never talked about it. Yep. Like, she went back to Australia for, like, what? Six weeks? Rehabbed her knee? I think so, yeah. And then came back and nothing it's like nothing ever happened. Right. 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 Then you had Becky and Trish. Don't, again. Don't care. Again, though. Again. Yeah, and it's going to happen again in, in like two weeks because they're going to do it in a steel cage, which is dumb. I, They've I, already done a steel cage. These two haven't. It's just... Dumb. 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 Dumb, dumb, dumb. Then, again, Cody Rhodes and Balor. Yep. I... I will say this. We we are really, really harsh on Cody. We are. Because he did do what he did with the company he helped start. And I just don't like him. I know. You've never been a fan of, of him as at all. Nope. But I think AEW was better when he was there. Yeah. 100%. Because he is just like his father. Yeah. Dusty had the one of the most creative minds in all of professional wrestling. And 
what Cody did outside of WWE with AEW, with Ring of Honor, with New Japan, with wherever he went, he brought Dusty and all the stuff that he learned from his dad. And now you're in WWE where you're not in control of your creative because you now have a creative department that leans you into what they think is the right direction for you. And then you now are being in the same matches every single week against the same opponents. And now you're losing every single time. Do you think he regrets it? Do you honestly think he regrets leaving? Maybe. You think so? I mean, I just... Do I think he regrets it? Maybe. But... I just... I don't... We're really cynical this week. Yes and no. I mean, does he regret leaving that company? Probably. But on the flip side, does he regret going back to WWE so he can chase his dad's dream? Probably not. There's so many things that go into it. But like for me and you, if we left our company and built a company from the ground up, and then after four years, you go, yes, I'm going to go back. <laughs> Deuces, ooses. And go, he got money. He got, he, he, get, he got paid. And he got exactly what he wanted. Yeah. But then in the long run, you've now turned into the biggest puppet to lose everything. Yeah. And you've had the worst injuries of your career in this company in the last year and a half. Yep. Literally. Like what? The torn pectoral... The broken arm, uh, several contusions to the face. Uh, yeah, he's 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 gotten beat up, and I mean, hey, I'm all for it. Let's beat up Cody Rhodes, right? But he just. I will say at the end, this was the last match of of Monday Night Raw with Cody and Finn, where we've seen this match eight thousand times with with. The Judgment Day on the side. Cody and Finn. Finn and Seth. Seth and Cody. But yet, who's not wrestling? Who, of all important people, a part of the Judgment Day is not wrestling at all? Priest. Priest is just sitting there. Now, don't get me wrong. That's what you're supposed to do as the as the money in the bank. You don't want to wrestle. You don't want to get, you want to seize the moment. But here's my thing. You, you're there to wrestle. What is backstage not seeing to understand that he is your one of your biggest people there right now to not understand the wrestling portion? No, yeah, I I totally agree with that. Why they are not putting Priest in matches, I will I will never ever understand why. You have Damian Priest not wrestling. And when he does wrestle, he's putting he's just he's putting people over and it's starting to piss me off. Well go back go back a couple months ago. Literally the loudest pop in wrestling history in Puerto Rico. One of our very first podcast episodes, we talked about Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. Yeah. A guy that does not wrestle, but is wanting to be a part of the company because he loves professional wrestling. Yeah. You put this guy, Damian Priest, and it wasn't even the main event 
of that pay-per-view. Right. And you you put all the eggs in one basket with Damien and Bunny and literally knock the house out. Go back a couple months ago and realize, why aren't we using this man? I get so frustrated at wrestling because of this shit. Oh, look at look at other names that we didn't see this week. Bronson Reed. Again. Ricochet. Again. Uh, Shoot. Don't get me wrong. Shinsuke was there. But Shinsuke. He doesn't speak English very well. No, he doesn't. They had a translator translate all his stuff, though, and I read it. It was pretty awesome. Regardless, you have a massive amount of talents that could be the next generation. They are the next generation. You just... you. What backstage doesn't realize is that you gotta let go of the past to get to the future. Tommaso Ciampa, yes, wasn't there. It, it just, I we're we're on. I'm I'm on a tirade. We're upset because we want to give great content to the people who listen to the podcast. But when the content people don't but give you good content, when when we don't have good content to talk about, we get we, upset. You get this. You get angry people. Yes, and then. We're going to go into another thing that's going to make me angry, and it's going to make that guy happy. Stop! (laughs) Is that what you've been doing for the last, like, three minutes, dicking on your phone to get this? Had to get this queued up for you, buddy. I will say this. So Wednesday Night Dynamite happened yesterday. <laughs> Do you know how many people messaged me? People who listen to this podcast messaged me saying, your boy is on television. <laughs> I had six text messages. Plus Lit- my Snapchat. Plus your Snapchat <laughs> saying, it's your boy. <laughs> kicking off the night on AEW. God. I hate, don't get me wrong. I love that people are listening. To the humanoids out there that did that, I love you. Keep doing it. To the pe- That's fantastic. It just shows you right there that the people do care. <laughs> they're paying but, attention. And they're paying attention to how annoying it is to get this stupid person on television to start off the night again for the international championship against a person who should actually have the title. Wheeler Yuta is worthy of winning this thing. But because we have a pay-per-view in a week, you're not going to give up the title. I will kill people. This is ridiculous. I was still at work. I was still at work. I was closing up work. And I had all these messages like, what's your boy? And I went, I'm so mad. But this is just shows you, you have to have him kick off the show. Why? It doesn't make any sense. Because they, they, they're, no. they're just showing their appreciation for you. That everyone knows that you love Orange Cassidy. No. And, and, no. and your other mm. favorite guy, he came out later, like, after, like towards the end of this match, that Eddie Kingston guy. No, that's my yeah. that's my sister's favorite person. You mean the the drunken <clears throat> guy from the bar, the who, drunken hobo? Yeah, every single time, always drunk. Hey, and Paper Skin Man was there too. I did see that. Paper Skin Man was there, and then Pepperoni Nipples came out too. Yep. 
And it's just every what what AEW has turned into is what match is BCC gonna just jump into and make it their own? I I don't I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. And then what last week on Rampage they had a a parking lot brawl that was on Dynamite. Was it Dynamite? No, yeah. was it Rampage yeah, it was, or Dynamite? No, it was Dynamite. Regardless of whatever night it was, you had a parking lot brawl. I haven't seen a parking lot brawl since like the mid two thousands. Right. And you're, it, it's just, don't get me wrong, it's their, it's their version of getting violent under the new parameters of what the new deal is with AEW. I get it. I do. Yeah. But you end up this international championship match with BCC <clears throat> running in, and you have Eddie Kingston running in, and then you have Chuck and Trent and Lucha, Lucha Bros, Bros and... and then they finally announce another match for All In. Uh, a stadium stampede with the BCC versus Eddie Kingston, Lucha Bros, and best friends. Best friends. So here's my thing about stadium stampede. We've seen stadium stampede. The best stadium stampede I remember seeing was the pandemic one, and it was it was the very first one. It was the very first one. It was the Elite versus Inner Circle. Inner Circle at the Jacksonville J- at Jaguar Stadium. Yeah. Where they were on horses and golf carts, and they just destroyed everything. And that—that's what when I think of Stadium Stampede, I think of that. That's what I think of. We're going to Wembley. They're gonna don't get me wrong. They're gonna be in the center of a massive football stadium, but where are they doing the Stampede match at? Soccer. It's football. Soccer. Football. We live in America. It's soccer. They're going to London. It's football. Soccer. Football. Soccer. You don't like it either way. You hate soccer. Right. But don't call it football. <laughs> Did you not like it that they're going to be on the pitch at a football stadium? I'm going to kick you. <laughs> Probably right in the shin. Which one? Yes. Okay. So then after that match, we get Kenny Omega's interview with My God Omega Mouse. Here's my thing. I thought it was going to be live, and they taped it the day before, and we had another interruption. I feel like this night was just nights of interruptions. <laughs> Who interrupted Kenny Omega? Who else? <laughs> the. Come on, get your guy out there. Don Callis. With his giant scar that doesn't seem to ever go away anymore. And Kanosuke Takeshita. And Bullet Club Gold. Don't get me wrong, I do love seeing Bullet Club Gold. I'm very happy about that. Yes. But you're jumping in and beating up on Kenny. And now you get at at all and you get Kenny versus... It's Kenny Hangman and Kota Ibushi. The Golden Elite versus Bullet Club Gold. And, and Kanosuke Takeshita. Again. Golden Elite versus Bullet Club Gold. Let's just call it Bullet Club Golden Elite and call it a day. Yeah, honestly, at this point. Because that's just what it should be. Right. But Don. Don is Don. Cool. Jericho. Then you go into Don talking to Jericho in the ring. And I think they could have handled this segment so much better. I think it was perfect. 
Kind of like that match that happens later. Gross. Perfect. Nothing was perfect about that match. It All that reminded me of was a really, really bad WCW match. It was amazing. No wrong. Amazing. Oh, you must be. Amazing. What kind of, amazing. What kind of backwards amazing. world? What kind of backwards amazing. world are you living in that that's amazing? Amazing. amazing. Wrong. Amazing. And so many of I'm going to get really close to the microphone if you don't stop talking. I will tell you, I had people come up to me going, my ASMR was triggered really horribly last week. <laughs> Good! <laughs> Good! Uh, so you had Don bringing out Jericho to see if you wanted to join the Callus family. And obviously Callus and Jericho have had things for years. Initially, he said yes. Initially, yeah, because, you know, the, the his whole squad said no more to him What's last week. What's this painting? But here's my thing. That's what messed me up a little bit, is that they said yes too early in the segment, if you couldn't tell. And then they were about to leave... And it kind of just seemed a little like, oh, we messed up a little bit. Let's go back into the ring and talk about this. No, it was Don was trying to get him out. It just, it just didn't feel good flowy to me. But then I did like the painting. I loved the painting. The painting was awesome. Uh, so speaking of the painting, uh, that the painting was done by Mel Coleman. Okay. Uh, for those of you out there in the Twitterverse... Go check out the artwork. It's at Mel Coleman Art. Uh, I did have a chance to take a look at some of this artwork. <clears throat> you're, you're the Twitter guy. You it's real good. Is it good? It's real good. See, I, I'm a. I love. I do love paintings. I do love artwork. I love going to the art galleries. It's, but it's real. Good. Is it all wrestling? No, it's, it's just just a, a, a cataclysmic of everything. Hang on, that he let, does. let me hop. Let me open the uh, the X app. Stop it. Yeah, <laughs> it's Twitter. Anyways, while he's pulling that up, uh, he pulls up the picture and Callus uh, is trying to, you know, berate him a little bit harder. Then they get into a little bit of a shouting match. Chris gets a little bit angry and people come to Callus's aid. You get Konosuke Takeshita comes out. Konosuke Takeshita! And beats up on Chris a little bit, but Chris overpowers him. And then... (laughs) Oh, the first thing that pops up on her Twitter is that <laughs> it's gonna be that um then my one of my my favorite wrestler right now in in the indie scene in new japan will osprey comes back to aew and beats up on chris jericho and sides with the don Callis family and now we get at all in you get chris jericho will osprey first time ever against in the biggest crowd of wrestling of all time um it's odd. We were talking about it before the podcast. It's very weird to see Will versus Chris. I think it's going to be a more one-sided, in my opinion, more to the Will side because Will is on the younger side and Chris is on the older side. Right. And I hate that for Chris, but we've also said that Chris is in a new age, that he's, he's, putting, people over. he's putting people over, and I think Will Ospreay is going to get another push. And I said this before, and I'll say it again. Will was very hesitant with AEW stuff before. That is awesome. Hikaru But Will is starting to blossom to the idea of AEW a lot more often because of his, of of, of uh, Bullet Club Gold and their transition from New Japan and how it was handled. Will's liking it, and I'm happy with that too. Yeah, we'll see how that all works out because I don't... I don't think it'll be bad for Will, but it may not end up good either. 
Yeah. Taking a break. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back from break. I am very, very close to the microphone this week again, but I am not shouting. My voice is not elevated as much as it could be because Justin has thoroughly upset me about one of the matches we have yet to cover. And um, I thought it was a cinematic masterpiece. And he disagrees with me 100 percent. uh i loved it no get away from um, the mic get away from the microphone get away from anyways the we're back get away from the microphone. we're not even gonna go into the cinematic masterpiece we're gonna talk about gates of agony and nick wayne and darby allen first just get into that because you like gates of agony i'm not talking i about do that. like gates of agony yeah i think they're fantastic i you know it's funny i was not a big roh guy before <clears throat> like it just was not my thing because I didn't, I didn't know how to watch it back in the day, and even now you still have to subscribe to some network to be able to get ROH on a weekly basis somewhere. Mm-hmm. Either way, uh, it's always great to see ROH talent, you know, get some more national public national television publication. Yeah, uh, obviously because Nick, uh, sorry, Tony owns uh, ROH and bringing that resurrection back to life. So it's great to see that. Yeah, um, uh, the tongue and nature of these giant human beings. Dude, I just want to say <clears throat> about Toa Leona, who is the the dude in the picture with his tongue out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy that I said that looks like somebody, but I can't put my finger on it. Yes. No, he's the one at the back. With yeah. His tongue out and the yeah. beard. Yeah, well, the other one looks uh, like the modern-day Maharaja, but that he, guy. Maybe he looks like Bronson Reed. He moves. Oh, my God. Like a guy half his size. We've noticed, though, a lot of big men lately and big women. They just they don't fit the persona how it was back in the day. They're like, no, no, we can move. He, so, I mean, well, but I, but that's the thing. Like, you see these <clears throat> giant specimens of the human species. Specimens. Brian Cage. Yep. Luchasaurus. Yep. Uh, Go over to WWE. Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Bronson Reed. I mean, for God's sake, The Undertaker. Yeah, Bronson used Reed. To, used to, ah! Oh my God. Over the top rope. Yeah, I, Bronson I, Reed. I watched Undertaker. Uh, Keith, almost... Keith Lee. <laughs> hmm. Guys like, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. even in NXT, uh, Dominic Dijakovic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who is wrestling as Dijak now. Stupid. These giant human beings yeah. that can move like someone the size of Rick, Sammy Guevara. Ricochet. Or Darby, mm-hmm. like they're out there doing all the flippy floppy Whee! stuff. Can we talk about the next match now? No. It was great. No. I loved it. No, because we <laughs> got to talk about one thing: the return of Joker Sting. Joker Sting was back. It's not Joker Sting. It's the, not Joker Sting. The it's AE, not the AEW. No. The AEW's version no. of Joker Sting. I, this I, is if you order Joker Sting off of Wish. <laughs> I did Joker so, Sting. Well, we talked about it earlier is that the best version of Joker Sting will always and forever be the 2000s TNA version of Joker Sting, where he was in the back behind the desk and doing all the bits with the red jacket uh-huh. and the bird and freaking Eric Bischoff out and all that stuff. Yes, yes. that That's Joker is Sting. the only iteration of Joker Sting ever. This is something else 
uh, one of the clown henchmen from the Dark Knight, Joker Sting. <laughs> I like that his whole thing with Nana, though. He he did scare Prince Nana. It made me laugh. Nana. Okay. Fine. We can talk about this match. It was great. No, it wasn't. It was great. Wrong. I loved it. Why? It was great. Why? Just because it was funny. No, it's not Come funny. On, How is, is it funny? This is... Okay, so the... Queso? The business that we talk about is the sports entertainment business. Not in AEW. AEW is professional wrestling. This is entertainment with a capital E. This was fantastic. It was done fairly well. Granted, the leather face at the end. <laughs> Thank you! That I was, was I was hoping of all the things that, in this match that you wouldn't agree with was, the leather facing. The was, leather face thing literally That was so bad. The worst part about that whole match was the leather face thing. Because you heard and you hit the poor announcer was like, What what is that sound? Oh my god, it's Leatherface! You're like, why? And then it chased Karen up the ramp. In the worst way, too. She literally fell like the classic TV going, <gasps> Oh no! No, no! Oh no! It was dumb. She looked good. Sure. She looked like Carrie. Anyways. It was great. Don't get me wrong. They were promoting the new TV show coming out. Video game. Video, whatever. It is... They're still promoting it and getting the promotional thing. Cool. But here's my thing. It was great. I will say there is uh, Jeff Hardy's face paint was actually the, when he ripped his face off of his face. That was kind of funny. The mask. The mask, the, the gross leather blah, 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 to make it that thing. Yeah, that, that was funny. But at the, when the match starts and then he just goes to the back and then starts this yeah, I don't know how to handle it. It was just, I don't know. It, it was, was not, great. It was not my cup of tea. It's like, it's like when Jeff Jarrett did the concession stand brawl. I great. didn't like that either. It was great. You loved it. It was great. It's just not my thing. It's just weird. I didn't like it. Anything that involves Jeff Jarrett, automatically great. But, but would he get a five-star match out of it? We don't talk about Bruno. That was instant. You got so pissed. So fast. <laughs> I was having a great time. And then you said, oh, would it be a five-star? We don't talk about that guy. <laughs> to be fair, I, I'm watching an interview this past week with Van Vliet and Will Ospreay. And apparently that guy has given Will Ospreay 23 five-star matches. <laughs> great. Good for... Good for Will, because guess what? That's that guy's opinion. <laughs> Granted, Will Ospreay is he's a te- he's, he's great. He's worth five star matches. How many five star matches does Kenny Omega have? I honestly, I I, I don't know. I will say I have seen Kenny uh, have five star matches. I've seen Will have. Five, I've seen them both fight. You know, uh, at Wrestle Kingdom when I stayed up till five o'clock in the morning watching Kenny versus Will and their five star match in the Tokyo Dome. You know, I've seen five-star matches. I'm assuming you're going to look up how many Kenny Omega has five-star matches-wise. It's probably on some spreadsheet somewhere. Am I wrong? Oh, yeah. He's he's really dedicated to feel how 
hard this is. Wow. Oh, go ahead. The real question is, is how many six-star matches does Will Ospreay have? I don't think he has any. Right. Yes, I don't think he has any. So I know I'm, Kenny, go, I'm going through the list of five-star and over matches that Kenny has. I feel like your phone's going to blow up because you're one, reading his. Two. Kenny said three. Six-star matches? Four. Against who? He's got a seven-star match. Against who? Okada. Oh, okay, fair enough. Rainmaker. So, all right, hold on. Yeah, might as well. We're going to dive into this wonderful storm. So, six stars. Wrestle Kingdom 11, Kenny Omega versus Kazuchika Okada. Okay, yeah, makes sense. Rainmaker, sure. New Japan Dominion 6.11. 6.25 star matches match against Okada. Kazuchika Okada. It, so all the ones that we're going to hear are going to be those. G1 Climax 2017 Omega Okada. 6.25 G1 Climax 2017 Kenny Omega versus Tetsuya Naito. Speaking of G1 Climax, that just ended. And your new G1 Climax winner... Tetsuya Naito. Naito. New Japan Dominion 6.9 Omega Okada 7 stars. I will I will I've seen Okada matches. Omega versus Tomohiro Ishii. Pitbull. G1 Climax 2018 five and a half stars. That man Omega Ibushi. Yeah. G1 Climax 2018 five and a half stars. Jeez. So so anyways, like we were saying Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kenny Omega, Wrestle Kingdom 13, five and three quarter stars. But I've now seen all these people wrestle in person, and it's like, oh my god, this is actually awesome. The uh, AEW World Tag Team title match, Adam Page and Kenny Omega versus the Young Bucks at Revolution 2020. Wow, that was like... Six stars. Yeah. That was a really good match. I forgot about that. You know, I want to. I, one of these days, I want. I hope that they have somewhere where it's cataloged, like you can go back and watch all the matches. Because I'd go back and rewatch twenty, like when they started to now. Full Gear twenty twenty one, Omega versus Adam Page, five and a half stars. Is that when that was during like Kenny's like uh, belt collector phase? Here's Will Ospreay's. One six star plus match. Was it Kenny? It was Kenny at, at Wrestle at Kingdom, Kingdom the one the one I stayed up for and watched. Six point two five, and it was at every single star worth every penny of it. And then obviously their re return at net at a at a Forbidden Door. Kenny Omega versus El Hijo del Vikingo, six and three quarter stars. Wait, is that the one that I was at and watched? I don't know. An e it had to have been the one in AEW. Omega. And the Young Bucks versus Death Triangle, AEW Dynamite, November first, twenty twenty three. I remember that one. That was a good one. Or, that was uh, that was that was the Jan. It was January eleventh. Yeah, that's the one they won the when titles they back. Won the titles back after their uh, after their five suspension order stars. So obviously, we know who the better is. We know a... who the best bout machine is, yeah, and, and they... it's not Will. But he is the future. He is. Don't and we we know that. We know he's the future. He farts in mason jars and then sniffs them later. There's people out there that sell their farts. 
Just want to point that out. And make better money than us. Yeah, probably. That's sad. Anyway, let's finish the last of AEW. Of Bunny and Britt Baker. Yeah. There you go. I mean, Britt won. Good for her. She's going to... All in. All in. Fatal 4-Way for the women's title. Great. Awesome. And then, don't get me wrong, I was not really impressed with the last match of, of Dynamite. I was not either. Young Bucks should always have a like at least an A minus A A plus match. Yeah. But, but you're in there with the guns. The guns. And so. the guns are only good right now. That's an automatic B. Well, you're you're automatic like the guns are only good if they have the, you know, bullet club gold yeah. with them. Yeah. So when the rest of the bang bang gang's out there. Right. So that's that's dynamite right there. Uh, that's this week in wrestling. Folks. That was this week in wrestling, and this is the updated card right now. This is how it sits. So you have zero hour. You have only one match that's projected as right now with Aussie Open versus Adam Cole and MJF for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. I already said Aussie Open's gonna they're gonna keep their titles. Yeah, there will be some weird buffoonery shenanigan type where things. Adam Cole and MGF are not going to be on the same sink. But, you know, he'll probably get that kangaroo kick that during the vignettes this past week on Dynamite where they went to the Outback Steakhouse and were wrangling up people in the back of Dynamite and Tony yelling at them, but then animatronic Tony came out of the woodwork and awkwardly smiled and did his weird animatronic Tony Khan thing again. Yeah. Uh, then you have the Golden Elite versus Bullet Club Gold and Kaneske Takeshita. Uh, Chris Jericho, Will Ospreay. Coffin match of AR Fox and Swerve Strickland versus Darby and Sting. I'm going to call it right now. Swerve and AR Fox win that match. Sting breaks his back again. Yeah. He's going to do something dumb. And he's going to get hurt. Yeah. Uh, stadium Stampede of Eddie Kingston, Lucha Bros, Best Friends versus the Blackpool Combat Club. Also, I think... Probably, and I hate to say it, but on the buy-in or zero hour or whatever, zero hour, yeah. there will be a trio title match. With uh, um, the House versus the Acclaimed. And, and with the return of Billy Gunn? Maybe. I think Billy will do one more match. Maybe. Um, then you have the Fatal 4-Way of Hikaru Shida, Tony Storm, Soraya, and Britt Baker. Soraya wins. You think so? At home? Man, it, it, I could see it. Uh, then you have the Tag Team Championships of FTR and Young Bucks. Either way, who wins? It should be a great match. Bucks will win. Uh, and then MJF versus Adam Cole. This is the opportunity. It's set up perfectly that Adam Cole will finally get his world title after all these years. It's set up perfectly. Yeah. It really is. It's on the pedestal of setting it up where you beat your best friend. Now, do I think... Uh, one of, his, one of his former tag team members of... I think Roddy Strong interferes. In, interferes. I think so, too. And then I think uh, we get a re- reintroduction of the kingdom. Really? With uh, mm-hmm. Bennett yeah. and the other guy. Yeah. Can't nope, it's gone, but I know you're talking about, though. But it'll be Adam Cole, Roddy Strong, Michael Bennett, and... Canellis? That's Michael Bennett. Why can't I think of the other guy's name? Uh, wow. Anyways, I get what yeah. you're saying. I th- But they've laid this out perfectly where 100%. Adam Cole could finally win that 
coveted world title he's been wanting to win for so long. Yep. And I, I can see it happening. I really can. Yeah. This is the one time I think that MJF could lose finally and give up the coveted Triple B. But, oh, they haven't announced that one yet either. Samoa Joe versus Punky Brewster for the real world title. That'll be on Zero Hour. That'd be great. It'd be a great place for it. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's going to happen The too. first match. Just get it out of the way? Yep. Just boom. And have Joe win it. <laughs> so he can burn it? So he can choke Punk out. So he can punk him out again. Yeah, nice. Uh... Yeah, that's this week in wrestling and <clears throat> what the updated card is for All In. If you are in America, America. Uh, listen here. The All In pay-per-view, obviously it's on Sunday, uh, August 27th. At noon. At Well, 12, here. 12 Central in Iowa, but 1 Eastern, 11 Mountain, 10 Pacific. Here's my thing. That's what sucks about... Great, it's great for you know AEW and getting to Wembley and being able to be in London, but we're hosed as Americans having to watch it during the middle of the day in on a Sunday. Yup. Now, will it probably hinder me from watching it. Nope. No, I'll probably still watch it. I'll probably still buy it and watch it, but still odd to watch on a midday on a Sunday. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Um. With that being said, that's that's the end of of wrestling for the week. I, I don't I don't have anything else. See, that's the thing is that so hopefully, and I mean this nicely, hopefully we get a better product in wrestling. Now, here's my thing. Well, I we know sh- we should start getting some better product from the WWE side because now we're quickly approaching payback. Yeah, very much so. So. But we will get a lackluster of AEW stuff this week because they're not going to get anybody hurt before All In. Right. So right. I thoroughly right. project next week's a Dynamite. Lot of, a lot of promos. Yeah, next week's Dynamite is going to be a lot of promos. Lot of promos. Um, it's it's going to be flip-flopped. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of wrestling in WWE and a lot of promos in AEW this next coming up week. Well, Collision will probably get some matches, but once again, not a lot of people are watching Collision. So it's not putting out a lot of good stuff right now. Right. Um, right, right but right. yeah, um, we're to cut the, the podcast where we're at right now. So um, with that being said, you can give us a follow on Instagram, uh, GQ underscore a wrestling podcast. Once again, GQ underscore a wrestling podcast. Uh, we can, and I'm going to say it, but you're going to correct me. You can follow us on X. Twitter. X. It's Twitter. It's X. Elon Musk, you screwed us. It's Twitter. X. Fine. Follow us on X. (laughs) Our Twitter handle. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, It's GQ, a wrestling podcast. All one word. All one word. All one word. GQ, a wrestling podcast. We love you guys. Again, we say this every week. Did anybody ask us to do this? No. You asked me. I did, and you said yes. And here we are now, which, by the way, I'm actually, I think in either in the next couple of weeks, I want to put an order in for shirts. I like turtles. I like turtles. Uh, with that being said, we <clears throat> bid you adieu, and 
Good night. Good night. Bang. Bang.